So you trying to change your diet and exercise more isn't going to cut the enemy at all, isn't going to drive him back. But when you get on your knees before the father and you start praying to God and you start commanding that thing to leave or you start you start using the word of God the way God intends you to use it, then the enemy is cut in the spiritual realm. Welcome back to the God's Perfect Size Show. I'm your host, Kim Jogway, and I'm honored to be with you. Thank you for joining me. Recently, I was asked to be a guest speaker and share some of my insight into just spiritual warfare and how we fight the enemy. And you ever have that moment where you feel like, oh God, I thank you that I'm not the only one? Like I had that sense because I had been a Christian for years and years and years. I mean, okay, let's just be real, decades. I'm 52, so I'd been a Christian for a really long time, and I still had no idea how to fight the enemy. And the more people I meet with, the more invitations I get to come and speak at churches, the more I realize there are a lot of us out here that don't know how to fight the enemy effectively. And I want you to know you're not the only one. I'm not the only one and you're not alone. And it's not crazy that we don't always know how to fight these battles. And so that's what we're doing here together on this show. I want to share with you as much as I can about how to fight the enemy. And I want to specifically talk to you about how to fight the enemy when you are struggling to have your health and have your wellness and your well-being in your body. Because here's what the enemy loves to do. The enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy. We know that without a shadow of a doubt. If you have read the scriptures and you believe in Jesus Christ, you'll come to learn quickly that that is the definition that we're given to work with about Satan and about his demons. And I don't want to say just the enemy because you need to know who you're up against. We're talking about Satan and his demons. And yes, Satan is a fallen angel. And so he has some power and authority in the earth because when we sinned against God, we handed all of the goodness that God gave us, we handed that over to Satan. So now he controls things that are happening in the earth. But, and it's a really big one, Jesus came to redeem us from the curse of sin, that that sinful exchange that happened in the garden where Satan then became our ruler and master. If you have given your life to Christ, then Jesus is now your Lord and master. And you are no longer under that authority of a satanic power under Satan himself and under his demons. But we don't always see the fruit of what we know to be true about believers, about us who believe in Jesus Christ. And there's a reason for that, because you've got an enemy fighting against you. That enemy is fighting against you. Satan and his demons are fighting against you every single day to keep you from the truth of who you are in Christ and what authority you have in Christ. You actually have authority. You actually have abilities that are greater than the enemy. Jesus said, I've given you authority over these demons to cast them out. And so when you are thinking about your struggles with within your own life, when you're thinking about how you can't overcome a particular sin, whether it be eating too much or whether it be cursing or drinking or another vice of the flesh, or you have 
a negative thought life that just beats you into the ground and you can't seem to overcome your own thoughts to accomplish good works that God's called you to do because you just don't have the confidence and the self-esteem that you need to do those things. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And as you study his word, you're going to realize that you can exchange the way you think for the way that he thinks, that you can have new thoughts. And if you have a hard heart and you deal with anger, Jesus says that he can soften your heart. He can take that heart of stone out of you and give you a heart of flesh. Scripture teaches us that for everything that was sinful and broken, that came as a result of sin, Jesus is the answer to that. So I want you to really fully understand that because I'm meeting a lot of you out here and you're saying, Kim, it sounds great, but I'm still struggling with the way that I eat and it doesn't feel easy. Here's the deal. It's not going to feel easy. It's a battle. War does not feel easy. Ask any soldier who has gone onto the field they know that war is not an easy thing. Y'all, we are at war with a real enemy and it's not going to feel like a parade or like a summer day and a picnic in the park. It doesn't feel like that. This is war and you have to use your spiritual weapons and you have to stand your ground. And just like any good soldier, you're going to get tired. You might get wounded or hurt. You might need a little triage from the Lord. And then once you're healed, you get up and you go back out there but you've got to keep fighting this battle. And here's what I want to share with you today. I shared this weekend just the very headlining scripture for me of the talk that I gave, and it was all about Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And you might know this particular verse in scripture. Now, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to read you this verse but I'm going to also encourage you to go and read the entire chapter. Just start at Ephesians chapter six, verse one, and read all the way through every single verse because you want to get God's teaching in full context. A lot of the times, the reason we get lost and we come up with these, you know, just strange interpretations of the Bible is because we cherry pick it. We pick and choose verses and then we try to cling on to those verses and we only want to do the ones that we like and then ones that don't resonate with us, we throw by the wayside. That cannot be. We can't cherry pick the word of God. We've got to take it in its entirety because when we take it and ingest it in its entirety, we get the full effect and the full meaning of that verse. We need the full meal, not just some sad little snack that's not going to carry us. And there's no way you're going to be able to take it's like going into battle with a plastic knife. You've got a weapon, but you've only got a tiny piece of flimsy weapon. You need the full sword of the word of God. You need that full weapon. So read the full chapter in its entirety so that you get the understanding. With all that being said, I'm going to skip ahead and go ahead into chapter 6, verse 12 and tell you what it says. And I trust you that you're going to go read the full chapter because it's your weapon. It tells you how to armor up and how to fight the enemy and what position you should be standing in and how you should look and the authority that you have and how you're to cover your heart and your head and your chest and your waist. It's like a uniform that God has given us to put on every single day to fight the enemy. It contains both offensive weapons and it contains defensive weapons. So read this chapter in its entirety so that you can be 
fully armored for whatever is going to come into your life. So I'm going to stop stalling and read to you chapter six, verse 12. And it says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. I've read this to y'all before. I might read this to you 2000 more times in the future because the battle that you are up against, if you have had a struggle with a particular type of sin in your life, doesn't matter what it is. If you have experienced a place where you cannot seem to get the victory, it's because you can't use these worldly weapons, these these weapons that just have no effect at all towards the enemy. Because if you pluck a weapon from the world, well, the enemy owns the world. So why would you be able to pluck something from the world itself and try to use it against Satan? It will never work. That would mean he was divided. That would mean this world could somehow destroy him. When scripture clearly teaches us that no strategy we pluck out of the world is going to be able to, to defeat the enemy. If it did work, we never would have needed a savior. We never would have needed Jesus Christ himself. So just put out of your head all these worldly weapons that you think you can use against the enemy. You can't grab crystals and, and pray to a crystal and be set free because that is a demonic power and that that demonic power is going to make you believe it's working because they want to keep you enslaved and trapped in their kingdom. That's what they want to do. You might think, well, I'll just think positive thoughts. Any worldly thought belongs to the devil. So how is a thought that belongs to the devil going to defeat the devil? It's never going to happen. The only way you're ever going to defeat the enemy is through Jesus Christ, is through the finished work that he did on the cross and through the word of God. That means you're going to get scripture in your mouth and use it against the devil. Why does it work? Because all of these weapons belong to God and all of these weapons are given to us freely through Jesus Christ. And here's the thing. When Jesus died on the cross, he triumphed. He destroyed the works of the enemy. Now the enemy is still at work in the world, but Jesus triumphed over the enemy. The enemy is defeated and under the feet of Jesus Christ. So Jesus says, I've done my part. You now have eternal salvation. I've triumphed over him and you've given your life to me. You have eternal salvation. We're not talking about the saving of your soul here the saving of your spirit. You're going to be with Jesus someday if you've given your life to him. The salvation I'm talking about is the saving you need every single day. The battles that you face in your daily life, that's where we tend to get tripped up. We think once we're saved through our spirit, we're saved for eternity. That is true. But you've got a daily battle to still fight. So the overall war belongs to Christ and the enemy is defeated, and it is a done deal. But you're still alive. You're still breathing. The enemy is still flitting around, harassing you, and more than harassing you, still trying to kill you because he's thinking, if I can't have her spirit, if I can't have his spirit, at least I can kill his flesh. That's the truth of how the enemy is thinking about you and me. So 
in order for us to prevent that, to stop the enemy from trying to destroy our daily lives, trying to destroy the work we have for the season, we have breath on this earth, we've got to use spiritual weapons against the enemy. For me personally, when I bring it down to God's perfect size, I've got to fight every day. I've got to be speaking the truth every day, the truth of the word of God. I read the scriptures every day because I can't afford to go without it. I have to be reading the word every day. I have to be meditating on God's word every day. And I have to be speaking God's word out loud, out of my mouth, over my circumstances and my situations. If you've got a money problem, read God's word and figure out what it says about your money problem, because the enemy is never going to give you, especially you as a believer, what you want. The only time you're going to get money from the enemy is if you do an exchange and he says, hey, I'll take your soul. I'll have your whole life. You spend it in hell with me and I'll give you some riches. That's when he tries to give you the money. Don't sell yourself for for eternity, for a fleeting moment of cash. It's deadly. There's no benefit to that for you. You have this momentary delight for what, 10 years, and you have an eternity of suffering and separated from God. Don't do it. Don't do it. God doesn't tell you you have to do all of that. God says, take you into my kingdom for all eternity and your soul will be mine and I will protect you. Not only will I protect it, I will seal it with my spirit so that nothing can take you away from me or strip you from me. But now I'm going to give you a sword in your mouth so that when you wake up every day, you have a way to fight this enemy. You have a way to, if you need finances, pray to me. Here's my word. Find out what it says in my word. Use my word and speak it over your circumstances so that you can get what you need. And no, we can't prostitute God and just cherry pick his word. Like I said, you can't just demand that he give you money because you saw that he would provide for your every need in his word. What you're going to do is read that scripture, stand in faith, trust in his love, and you're going to wait on him. Because sometimes when you ask God for something, he has to prepare your heart so that you can receive it so that we don't end up in worse condition than before we asked for the thing and got it. You've seen that where someone gives their kid too much too soon. You've seen it with the the rich and famous where they give their kids too much too soon and their kids end up strung out because they didn't have the character. They didn't have the moral capacity to hold such great treasures. God never wants to do that to you because he's a God of love and he loves you infinitely unto eternity. So he's going to make you ready to receive the good things that you're asking for. So don't lose heart because you don't see it happen overnight. Have faith in God, sit at his feet, keep trusting him and reading his word. Let's get back to that scripture, Ephesians chapter six, verse 12. Here's the thing. When you're struggling, when you're struggling to eat right, when you're struggling to have the finances you need, when you're struggling and you feel like, you you are at war, but you can't really see it. The truth is you are at war. These powers and principalities, they're invisible to you at the moment. They're invisible to the naked eye. They might be invisible, but you see the telltale signs that they are there. They are fighting against you in the heavenly places. They are trying to make sure that you don't have enough to eat, that you don't have the faith you need to move forward in your life. They're making sure that if you struggle with eating too much, that they assign gluttony to you and they keep sitting that gluttonous spirit at your table every day, telling you come and feast at the table of demons so that you never really confront the right one. We tend to confront ourselves and say, oh, it's me. Oh, I'm so messed up or I'm so this, I'm so that. 
for once I'm telling you, it's not you, it's the devil. And so when you experience that, you've got to take that battle into the spiritual realm where it's happening. I want you to stop thinking about trying to fix everything in the flesh and in places where you can see the reality of it. And I want you to start getting on your hands and knees and praying to God. And I want you to start speaking scripture into those places. Why do I say scripture? Because the Bible teaches us that the word of God is a sword against the enemy. So you trying to change your diet and exercise more isn't going to cut the enemy at all, isn't going to drive him back. But when you get on your knees before the father and you start praying to God and you start commanding that thing to leave, or you start, you start using the word of God, the way God intends you to use it. Then the enemy is cut in the spiritual realm. Then the enemy is pushed back in the spiritual realm. Then that, that darkness is pushed further back in your life. And once that takes place, then you can fight in the flesh and say, okay, now I can breathe. Now I have some freedom. I'm feeling like I'm not being drowned with temptation. Now I can breathe and now I can eat the salad. Now I can eat the kale. Now I can pray with actual success. You've got to fight this thing on both fronts. You've got to fight it both in the spiritual realm and then later in the flesh. But what you never want to do is just try to fight it in the flesh. Because like I said, all of the weapons of warfare are happening from God to you. And those weapons are being deployed in the spiritual realm. Don't get it twisted because anytime you use a worldly weapon, this world is a fallen world and it's already in Satan's hand. So there is no weapon that exists on this planet that you can use against Satan who is in charge of this planet. Do you get that? He's in charge of this. He's running this for anybody who is not in Christ. But if you're in Christ, now you're cooking with some grease. Now you have real weapons that can drive back the darkness. Now you have a weapon that can cut the enemy. And that weapon is the word of God. Get it in your mouth. Get it in your sleep. Get it in your dreams. Play it on Play it on your whatever, your iPod, your whatever it is you listen to. Get that word of God flowing in your head and then start speaking it out loud Trust the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit, what should I be saying against the enemy when I'm feeling tempted? Holy Spirit, help me. What should I be saying when I am so overwhelmed with, with the responsibilities that I have on my job? How should I be praying? And let the Holy Spirit lead you to the words that you need to read in scripture. And as you read those words in scripture, believe them, believe them. Because when you read that word and you put your faith on it, Oh my goodness, the stuff you can accomplish on this earth in the name of Jesus is limitless. I pray that this word has been an encouragement to you. I pray that you heard something that will build you up in your innermost faith. And I pray y'all that you get that word of God and you get that sword going out of your mouth and cutting back the darkness. Remember, this battle is taking place in a, in a spiritual realm. You are not just fighting an idea. You are fighting actual powers and principalities that are circling you all the time, but you have victory over them because you belong to Christ Jesus. So stand up, armor up and fight this battle and win in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining me. I pray blessings over you. I'll see you on the battlefield. Be blessed y'all. Bye.